This episode begins with a cutscene featuring Sid as Jet. Oh, I am so sorry. I did not introduce myself. You can call me William. It's a pleasure to meet you, William. And it's a pleasure to meet you. Would it be too inappropriate to start talking business while we're still eating? Absolutely not. I hate to rush things. Eating should be an enjoyable thing. I always had this theory that the more enjoyable the company, the better the digestion. Hmm. That's, I don't believe something I've tested out, but I'm sure I'll pay more attention now. Well, you know that nowadays people eat so fast mm-hmm. and they and pretty much what they eat is garbage. There's not a lot of redeeming qualities to the things that we eat nowadays. Mm-hmm. So when you can slow down and eat an actual like real salad with real dressing and things like that and, and drink and drink 300 year old wine and and you hear uh, shift go. No wonder it tasted like piss. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do let a, just a little like, slip. Just a, a slight, slight grimace, but it's very, very slight. I think people just don't know how to slow down anymore. Hmm. You know, everybody's always in such a hurry all the time. That's definitely been my style thus far. I mean, my name is Jet, after all. I understand the irony of me telling someone named Jet to slow down. I'm not suggesting. I'm just saying that I think that nowadays people need to just kind of slow things down, not be in such a hurry all the time. But that being said, let's get down to business. I understand through a good source that you are looking for some work. And I happen to be looking for some agents to take care of some business for me. Let's hear the pitch. Just to be fair. I don't believe in double crossing or things like of that nature. So I'll be completely honest with you. I will never lie to you. Okay. Can I, can I judge intent again? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. (laughs) I would love to just like, now I may not always have the answers, but I, if I know the answer, I will not lie to you. Uh, five this time. Five Five successes. successes. Yes. He absolutely believes it. Now, whether or not he's, he, you he's know, actually going to do, do that. This but is he, a value for him? Yes. Okay. Yes. An old friend of mine has asked that I look after their affairs while they're gone, and I need a little help keeping up with someone. Okay. Who is that someone? She goes by the name of Eris. All right. Like, Eris, like, so I have knowledge fine arts, so would I know about the Greek goddess Eris? Yes. Okay. Eris like the type of person or Eris like the goddess? The question seems to catch him off guard for a moment. And then he looks at you and he says, I think you may be the first person to actually get that. Well, and he smiles. And then you hear uh shift go. <laughs> okay. I almost jumped up and hugged you. <laughs> Cheers. But to answer your question, uh, yes, the Greek goddess, much like jet and, Shift. That's an interesting thing. Your parents name you. You have no control over that. I mean, you can change it, mm-hmm. but when somebody names themselves, you right. learn a lot about how they perceive themselves. Most people, you get a nickname from somebody. Somebody, nobody names themselves Booger. Right. You're going to name yourself, you know, I'm Sexy Steve or whatever, <laughs> you know. You th- obviously either your name is Steve or you think you're sexy, right? Just saying. Ah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty insightful. 
Um, so this heiress, is she, who is asking you to look after her and why? I am not at liberty to say. I wish okay. I could, but that is beyond my, uh, let me just say that I promised that I would keep it uh, to myself. Okay. And then the other question that I have is take care of just watch, hands on, hands off. What are we talking about here? Oh, uh, I don't mean like, you know, like, like two to the head. Take care, take of. care of. No, I don't, yeah. I don't mean, no, I don't mean anything like that. You see, there is something afoot. She's kind of in the middle of it. And depending on how things go, it will have a great effect on what's happening in this city. Okay. She is to live no matter what. All right. Keep someone alive. That's. Yes. The rest, that's up to your judgment. Okay. All right. So keep her alive. How I do that is up to me. Right. And and that also goes for her companions. Okay. And also her companions. No, 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 no. What? Her companions. Their fate is whatever you determine. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I don't bear any ill will. I'm just saying that, you know, the, if you have the chance to save other people, her from well. falling off the bridge or one of the other ones, please right, save her. Right. Oh, okay. That's okay. what I'm saying. Just, just, um, do my best to keep fatalities to a minimum, but if someone's gotta, then it shouldn't be her. There's one other stipulation to this job. Okay. I will keep you on retainer. How does 5000 a week sound? Absolutely. That sounds great. Okay. Um, so the other stipulation to this job, she is not to know that I sent you. Okay. If I am ever tied to you without me saying so ahead of time, mm-hmm. then our deal is off. Okay. Uh, so keep it all kind of under wraps. That is, uh, that is something I can do. Shift says, I don't know if I can agree to that. Well, Shift, you don't have to be a part of this if you don't want to. She looks at, uh, at Falstaff and she looks over at you and she says, I don't trust this fragging guy one bit. Who do you work for, mister? And he just smiles. He says, Oh, I haven't worked for anyone in a really long time. A really long time. Am I familiar with Falstaff Brewing? I mean, I'm just kind at basic. Of, just yeah, I mean, basic. because uh, they distribute they distribute down south. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, it's kind of like, I don't think he does the working for around here. And Shift is just kind of staring daggers at him. And then uh, he says, well, I can uh, forward you as much information as I have on mm-hmm. her. So, that way you can keep tabs. Okay. You are welcome to approach her. If you feel that your job would be best served, you know, associating with her, that's fine. Okay. You determine how deep you want to go with this. All I care about is the results. For every week that she stays alive, you get paid. All right. Um, as he, uh, he says those things, he actually, uh, you seem kind of look over as there's a chime by the door and he stands up and he says, um, please enjoy the rest of the meal. I deeply apologize, but I do have other business. All right. Thank you very much for all of this. And I'm excited to do business with you. Likewise. And he kind of looks over at, uh, at shift and she just kind of like moves her, her empty glass, just kind of like drops it on the table and lets it like flop over. And she just kind of watches him walk out. And then as, as the door closes, she looks over at you and she's like, really? Yeah. Well, what the hell was that? I, so now we're what? We're staff now. You don't have to. Do we be have a to wear uniforms? You don't have to be a fragging part of this shit. Plastic fucking name tags. Hey. I mean, come on. 
hey, Shift, if you want to go, we can go right here, right now. But we got to live here. Like, we have to make it here. We don't have a choice. Did you see that guy? Yeah, I was looking at him. Did you really look at him? He's a rich dude. They all look the same. Did you activate your AR at all? No. He has no Matrix presence. None. Who the fuck does that? Someone who has something to hide. And what better way to stay close and figure it out than to be on his good side? I don't know who this heiress person is, Mm -hmm. but... And then as soon as he says that, or as soon as she says that, then you get a package delivered to your AR. Okay. I kind of throw it up so that she can see it too. All right. So it comes up in the middle and opens up and you see a picture and underneath it, it says Bianca Laclede. Oh, shit. Okay. Whew. It has been a while. Well, listen, Shift, I know your feelings on this, but I do have to take this job now. She looks at the picture and she looks at you again and says, another one. No, um, listen. Great. I know. Listen, I know I'm not known for making good decisions about those sorts of things. I actually know this chick. What? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Remember how I told you I spent a year up in St. Louis? I know her. All right. And then she looks at the door and then she looks back at you and she says, now I really don't trust that motherfucker. Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Resting Glitchface, a Shadowrun Anarchy actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. Hey, I'm Austin, and I am playing Clyde. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. I'm Mark, and I will be playing Sketch. And this is Lindsay. I'm playing Arsenal. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. We're picking up right after Skitch had met Mary for the first time and then came back and was like, who the hell is Mary? And you were making your way to North City where Payload was going to smuggle you into the containment zone. Yeah, Payload was Candy's um, brother or nephew? Yes, brother. All right, so you meet up with Payload and you you had instructed him that you wanted to be as close to what? Oh, I got this. Loretta Hall Park. Boom! I have a plot point. (gasps) <gasps> wow, you did it! I got something that I've never gotten before because I write down notes. He gives you an address to meet him. We're in the Bramalam. You are in the Bramalam. Okay. Um, and you can see the... And remember how I described the containment zone before. Uh, Lone Star and the, um, the uh, Metroplex guard have kind of set it up where in between buildings, they, they'll put like 
buses and shit. They'll put up like temporary walls and whatnot to keep people from going into this two mile radius of the arch grounds. He, the address he gives you uh, is like right across the street from the containment zone at a Nacho Mama's. Oh, hell yeah. So you guys pull up and the way this Nacho Mama's, it's like they, they rehabbed an old Sonic. So there's like, you could pull up and like there's car hops and shit. He's sitting on his motorcycle and he said, look for the guy in the chief's outfit. And you're like, what the fuck does that even mean? Then you see him and you're like, okay, yeah, that's him. And Payload is a troll, much like his sister Candy. And he's sitting there and he's uh, dressed in like head to toe Kansas City Chiefs outfit. You know, not like Not like a football uniform, but you know, like a Kansas City Chiefs hat, jacket. You can tell he's like a massive like Chiefs fan. So big ass troll. Big, bright red jacket. In the Braylon at this point is Joe, Val, Eris, I, Skitch, and not Mary. Mary's not with us, right? No. no. Okay. Mary's being babysat by Mama, Mama Candy. Candy. Mama Candy. Although, I'm a, at her regular I'm a owe this woman so much fucking money. Although, Val did put uh, Mary on a task regarding this job. Yeah, I did. I don't remember at all. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we, we roll up. Yep. And there's a spot right next to you, know, like it's a drive up. So he he's sitting in one spot. You're sitting. You pull up in the other. And uh-huh. as you pull up, he kind of kind of he has uh, sunglasses. He kind of pulls them down to the end of his nose. Kind of looks over the top of his sunglasses at your uh, at your ride, and he's nodding like yeah. And 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 I pull up my goggles because that would be weird if I pulled them down. <laughs> and I like I'm like payload, and I like nod at him. Oh, you give him the shadow run. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, he gives it to you back. Your arsenal. Yes. All right. Good to meet you. Which one of you is binary? Uh, that'd be me. Are okay. you sitting in the front seat? Bitch! <laughs> oh, right, right. You have a tunnel shotgun. My bad. <laughs> I, like, roll down the window, and you're, like, sitting right behind me, and I'm, like, like pointing. Yeah. All right. He looks at you, and he's like, so Candy said you're all right, so all right. that's all I needed. All right. And he kind of looks around. I mean, it. you had just had the meeting with the Johnson, so it's, like, what, one o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. And he's like, uh, when do you want to go? planned at all i don't remember anything from this session like did we talk we did. about what we were doing it's, it's, too, it's too late now we're already there we have to go you yeah. already knew that from the edge of the containment zone to the park is about it's less than a mile away from what payload tells you is going in in the daytime is probably better than going in at night you have to worry about uh lone star drone patrols but beyond that you don't have to deal with a lot of the scary crap that comes out at night so you got to cover about eight blocks. Getting there, it shouldn't be too hard. The other piece of information that you get is actually through Mary. Mary says that much like what she and Val did the last time you were in there where they, she can like pinpoint hostels and things like that. She says, I can do that to a point, but um, for some reason, I can't see where the park is. I will be able to scout our location once we get closer. Works for me. Okay. So is there any other prep work you want to do before you go in? Yep. Okay. So at some point, Skitch will hop out of the back of the van, probably. And maybe with just a word of, he says, I must do something before we enter the tainted area. He finds a slightly surreptitious place out of the way, just so he's not in the middle of the street or whatever. Sure. Um, around an alley or whatever. And then he reaches into like a 
bag at his belt and he pulls out the feather that he recovered from the zoo earlier and he sticks it between he kind of claps his two hands together and then he holding the feather so that it's sticking up out of his two hands and then he starts rubbing them back and forth together and the feather spins and spins and spins and he starts mumbling something and he's concentrating very intently on the feather and then he kind of opens his hands and the feather while it's spinning is now spinning in the air of its own accord if you're close enough you kind of hear him mumble kind of a he stops and then dust and wind is swirling right where the feather is and kind of once he's done the feather now takes its place into kind of a coalesced shimmering dusty windy form that actually looks like a large predatory bird like an eagle or a falcon or something is now formed into that shape and then uh, skitch holds out his hand and it kind of perches on his wrist like a falcon i'm going to make a summoning test all right conjuring i should say I re-roll one because of the eagle mentor spirit. All right. Now, here's the catch. It's clear that you make a conjuring test, but because Anarchy's rules have been so slimmed down, it doesn't actually say what successes on the conjuring test even mean. I mean, it used to be services that the spirit performed before right. sun up or sundown, but all of those rules are gone now. So what, are all the, what do all these successes mean? So each success will just uh, correspond yeah. to a test. I assume it's opposed by something as well. Is this a lesser average or greater spirit? Average. Then I just have a, a static number. It's I get eight dice. Uh, four, five, seven. Seven. You net six. It's my buddy. For right now, it's just going to be on standby. So um, after he holds out his hand and this kind of large falcon eagle swirling mass of air lands on his wrist. He just whispers something to it and it just seems to kind of dissipate. And then he walks back to the group. And so they, they none of them saw any of this. Uh, if they were looking, they could see it. So do we see the bird happen afterwards or do we just see yeah. the... Okay. Yeah. It manifested physically for a moment until he kind of put it on standby. Outside of the vehicle with payload not at the Nacho Mama's mm-hmm. place. This is where it all happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was just, he just kind of went in the, over by, uh, like the back, uh, dumpsters and to go and do this. No, Joe was, Joe was watching. Joe's been keeping her eye on Skitch. Okay. She's kind of like mouth agape. And then I guess he gets, does he get back in the car then? Yep. <laughs> what was that? It was a, a being of spirit and form, uh, an essence of pure air and atmosphere. It will, Aid us in the coming battle. How, okay, that's that's super cool. How do I do that? I'm I'm not sure you you possess the the talent necessary to to call upon them in such a way, but but I have heard of some such as you that uh, develop the ability to to see the the beings of of the astral plane and and perhaps even uh, communicate with them as you see them. But but to to call one to your command to bind it to your will is is uh, a talent only uh, a fully awakened can harness. Wow, that's super cool. And then Joe like presses a button on her comm and it turns into a helmet and hides her crying face. <laughs> I'm just making sure my guns are fully loaded. That's okay. what I'm doing. I already have my three disguise. There and you that's go. about all I do. Right. What what is my physical okay. state right now, Eric? You're awake. You're completely healed. Okay. Yep. Welcome back. Uh, Mama Candy took care of you. Love Candy. You uh, Once you guys are all ready to go, then um, Payload says, all right, well, uh, give me a minute. I'm a points across the street, and it looks like an adult daycare that they boarded up, you know, as part of the containment wall. 
And he walks over to it. It looks like he just kind of melds into the plexiglass and, and the, the ferrocrete and stuff like that that they've got kind of piled up around there. He just kind of melds into it. And a few minutes later, he comes walking back out as if nothing happened. And he says, uh, yeah, we're good to go. He takes off his jacket and he puts it on his uh, his motorcycle. And he's wearing, you know, he's just wearing like a regular like T-shirt underneath, blue jeans, combat boots. He's not doesn't seem to be carrying any kind of weapon or anything like that. Bringing the Bramalam in, or just you told because he he actually uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because he actually alluded to the fact that he could probably get your vehicle in, and you said no, no, all of us are going in on foot. What dummies! <laughs> I think I may have been the one who said do that. Yeah, because you sent five. He said, what, "What? How are you getting in?" He sent you a runner emoji, a car emoji, and a tank emoji, and you sent five runner emojis. <laughs> yeah, got Eris. He kind of looks around and, and, uh, you see a Lone Star patrol car pull up as he comes like walking across the street and the passenger side window goes down. Now it's just a lone officer in the car, you know, like they're paired up or anything like that. And, uh, he says, uh, Hey, payload, you working today? And payload turns around and he goes, yeah, man, I'm always working. All right. Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Sure comes walking up and he, he, there's an exchange and you see the the Lone Star cop kind of looks at you guys like looks at the Bramalam as he's talking to this person and then the cop looks back over at uh, payload gives a nod and then drives off oh, binary man. as you're watching you see ARs pop up on both sides and you can tell there's some sort of monetary transaction just happened oh so he's he's got these cops paid off as the squad car like goes around the corner and it actually doesn't go around the corner, pulls into Nacho Mama's like through the drive through. And as soon as it pulls up to the drive through and is like out of sight, he just kind of waves you guys over. Okay. He says, I can get you about two blocks in. Beyond that, you're on your own. You ready? You got everything? Yep. Yeah. He takes you to this building and you can see that the way that the pylons and the plexiglass is arranged, it looks like it's completely solid. But as you get closer, you can tell that it's actually offset so you can slip in between it. And get inside. You could tell that uh, probably at night people flop here or whatever. And you can see that there's remnants of people staying here. There's refuse. There's excrement. All kinds of nasty stuff. And he's like, don't step in that as he keeps walking and uh, leads you to the other side out through a like a storm door, like downstairs into a storm cellar and then out through a storm door. And once you emerge out, you are now in the containment zone. He leads you for about a block. And then once he gets his bearing, he kind of points in a direction. He says, park is that way. Don't go farther than uh, two blocks east of it, though, because there's some really bad dreck down that way, even in the daytime. Which direction do we need to go? Because we weren't going to the park. We were going near the park where we thought she might land. Yeah. if, If you recall... They lost contact with it. She was about 60 feet off the ground when they, when the drone glider lost contact with the rigger who was controlling it. Mm-hmm. So at the rate of descent and all that stuff, it is, it's estimated that she could either be in the park or within a couple blocks of the park. In which direction though? Uh, from the direction that she was coming most likely south. Okay. If you see the sign for the post dispatch, the old building, you're too far. Go away. Okay. If you want, I can wait here for you. What do you want me to do? Guys, uh, how long do we think this is going to take? It takes as long as it takes. I don't know. We have to search like um, we have, uh, yeah. probably like a six block radius. Valor, are you still going to try and triangulate, find where her comm is? Yeah. 
Absolutely. And then we also had the other guy that we were looking for, too, right? We were looking for our whole crew. Okay. As you're sitting there, payload, kind of, he's like looking up, and then he looks at you and he says, in lieu of payment, can I ask a favor? What? Sure. Kind of favor? Yeah, what kind of favor? I kind of double dipped. What's that mean? means I took two jobs at once. In what sense? Somebody was inquiring to go relatively where you guys are wanting to go. I can vouch for him, but if you're uncomfortable with it, it's fine. What does he want with that location? He's looking for somebody. Do you know who? Do I know who he's looking for? No, he didn't give me that information. He just told me a general area. And I said that I was I was getting some people into that area as well. So is it cool? or? or- I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Sure, why the fuck not? <laughs> I don't really care. As long as he's not going after what we're going after, then... Yeah, and I owe candy big time. Well, and and that's when he looks up at you and he says, yeah, candy, you can call candy, she vouches for him too. Okay. If, right. if he's okay with Mama Candy, he's okay, okay with me. <laughs> all right, so then uh, he says, all right, let me ping him. And then he sends a message coming from a, a rather, like, very vile, stinky area of this flop house. Go ahead and describe yourself. Yeah, so you see about a, like, six foot, six foot two tall orc gentleman. He is in, like, a black duster, tall black cowboy boots. He's got a bright red vest on and essentially, like, a dark black cowboy added. It is a pleasure to meet all of y'all. Oh, Cammy's new boyfriend. Cammy's new boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, All right, yeah. And he kind of tips his hat. Oh, God. Howdy. I'm not, is that offensive? I don't, (laughs) I'm going to say you didn't mean that offensively. I don't know. That sounds like a a New Orleans accent. Absolutely. Then it's not offensive. I grew up there. I'm very sorry for that. Me too. (laughs) Uh, We using code names or we using first names? Well, you can call me collateral. You can call me heartbreaker. Of course. Oh my God. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's right. Um, Heartbreaker. He doesn't look like your typical orc, correct? No, he's m- shorter and thinner, more lithe than your average orc. Uh, I don't discriminate. But still has the tusks. <laughs> oh, absolutely, still has the tusks. You notice that, like his hands are both robotic. So I'll shake your hand, and I'll be like. Eris. Pleasure to meet you. I'd be leaning up he, again. He was hiding behind something. And then okay, he, like, a pile of shit. Yeah. Surprise. Literal <laughs> shit. Like Jurassic Park, like he just pops behind like a giant pile of poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd be leaning up against whatever structure I could be leaning up against, and I just nod, and I'm like, binary. And I, like, go to, like, shake your hand because I'm a polite lady, and I, like, smack my, like, pistol and it falls on the ground, and I'm just, like, being, like, because I think you're, like, attractive. Oh, let me get that for you. Oh. And he picks it up and hands it to you. (laughs) I lean over to Collateral, and I whisper in her heartbreaker, more like panty dropper. (laughs) (laughs) You hear a a laugh behind the, the bike helmet. Oh, I forgot you had your bike helmet on! Yeah. Skitch walks over and reaching up to shake his hand, because Skitch is a dwarf, right? Clyde bends down and just, oh, nice to meet you as well. Uh, Skitch's hand is dirty and probably you get a glop of mud on it. Harbinger just kind of wipes it on his duster. <laughs> Payload's like, all right, well, now that everybody's uh, well acquainted, we can move on. 
like I said, I can get you about another block in and then that's about it. So once, uh, once he gets you to that area, he points and he says, you need to go due south on this road. What, don't go two blocks east. Once you're at the, uh, park, you'll know it. I've been in that area. There's not much there. There's an old school there, car school. And he looks at, uh, Heartbreaker and he says, I have a feeling that Ratman Bill is there. Well, hopefully he is there. Oh, so that's who you're looking for? Yeah, Mr. Ratman Bill, Ratface Bill. Um, what do you want with him? Well, I'm a, a certain purveyor of heavy weapons, explosives, oh. and the like. So, <laughs> I was given some information that She's maybe <laughs> he might have a certain couple of crates of frag grenades and or assault rifles that I may pawn. Well, frag me! <laughs> Alright, so, you are now making your way deeper into the containment zone. Uh, how are you progressing? I'm standing by collateral. Slowly. Yeah, collateral is standing by Eris. Okay. Our hands brush lightly every once in a while. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the back. Okay. Because I have my sniper out just because we have a long, not a long ways to walk, but it's not just going to be close range if I need to. Clyde has his hand on his hip and is probably closer to the back, but is absolutely like almost in tourist mode. Like, oh, oh well. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hear they call this. I guess that that means that Eris and Collateral are up front. Because there's no way get... that Val is up front. Can't wait to get uh, murdered. I could be up front leading the pack. If that's that's a really want. stupid idea. You should be yeah. there by me. Thanks, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> Considering I'm the one that's tracking where we're supposed to be going. Yeah, you but you're like the one. She's protecting... I mean... Um, Collateral is protecting Eris, and I would have to protect you because you can't do that. Hey, man, I stood up on my own two feet for about two seconds. Yeah, and then I had to come save can, your ass again. Can we again. just rewind for a second to establish that you saying that you need to be in front because you're tracking is like... I wanted to be the me, leader. Me being the one with Google Maps, and instead of saying <laughs> turn left, I, I, I have to be in the front, and everybody's... I wanted to lead the pack. Damn it. Do you want? Do you want to be in front? I want to be up front. Okay, <laughs> but I guess I'm up front too because somebody's got to protect her. Okay, that's fine. All right. Where's Where's Skitch at? Oh, probably in the middle somewhere. So we have Cami and Val. I mean, gotta... collateral and binary, and then we have uh, Skitch and Heartbreaker, <laughs> and then I guess we're in the back now. Yeah, Eris and collateral, collateral in the back, okay. and every now and then, like a piece of building rubble flutters in the wind and it lands in your hair and collateral turns and brushes the debris out of Eris's hair. I'm going to actually go vomit now. <laughs> and every time Eris just blushes. Yeah. Clyde turns around and just, uh, you know you could wear a hat if that's going to keep happening. In your face. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's basically saying, like, fucking stop. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm not throwing debris into my hair. <laughs> I just imagine you, like, I having totally debris, debris in your pocket. You're just like... <laughs> Eris has got some pocket sand, and she just keeps tossing some up in the oh, air. Collateral's not looking right now. Toss it in my hair, and then I just wait until she notices. <laughs> Binary, do you see anything? I don't know. Eric? Uh, make a uh, notice roll. 
Uh, what what is that? Logic plus logic what? plus willpower. Okay, I thought that was perception. That's what I meant. Yeah, oh. yeah. I was like, no, what's notice? <laughs> notice is um, I'm, I'm mixing land. mixing my games. <laughs> oh god. Okay, we'll keep it. <laughs> Fuck you. Three. Literally three sixes, and the rest were all ones. What the dick? That's a pretty scary roll. Okay. Are you are you going to put any edge in that, or uh, you don't have to? I mean, um, you got three successes. Yeah. The more successes, the more you're going to notice. So I'm not saying you have to spend edge, but if you do, um, then you would uh, you might notice more. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Do you want to live deliciously, dog? <laughs> you know what? No, fuck it. We're gonna okay. we're gonna just roll roll with what we got. Okay, so with three successes, as you're moving forward, there's not a whole lot of activity. You, every once in a while, you'll see something like off in the distance kind of duck into a shadow or something like that, but nothing actually comes out at you, especially in, in the beginning. Depending on how you're moving, are you moving like as a massive group down the middle of the street or how are you, how are you progressing? This is a, an, a question to the group. I, I would, I would think that she and I would walk a little bit like faster because she's kind of scoping the area. I'm also scoping with my, my weapon. Okay. So I'm going to have you make a observation check also. Willpower. While we're queuing all of that up, Skitch also wanted to see what astral space is like now that he's in the containment zone. He probably hasn't actually been inside yet. So you're just per- you're perceiving you haven't like you're not projecting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking a peek. Yeah, Skitch just falls over. <laughs> um, Someone carry him. <laughs> Fuck, I guess. Arsenal, how many successes did you get? Two. Arsenal, as you're scanning with your sniper rifle, you're scanning like rooftops and things like that, and you're also trying to identify the best spots for maybe like ambushes or any kind of choke points that might. Uh, be coming up and you can identify a couple of them. And what you can do is try and get past them. This is, this is more of an obstacle mm-hmm. where you know that coming up ahead is like a four way stop that is really open. So right. if there, if there is going to be an ambush or some other, uh, some other attack, or if people are watching you, this would be like the, the perfect spot for this. That's what your military procedures would uh-huh. kind of figure out. This would be a perfect kill zone. Binary. What you what you see with your um, observation check is in the matrix. Now, the the bad thing about this is something's goofy with the matrix to the point where it almost makes you sick to your stomach to see it because things look a little distorted. And the the deeper you're going into it, the the closer you're getting to this park, the worse it's starting to get. And it dawns on you as you're getting to this point where Cami is like. You know, like stopping you to say, we don't need to keep moving forward here. Hold on. You get this feeling almost like you're on the verge of submerging. You're like, you're on the precipice of, of that's just like this, like sinking feeling in your stomach. Like you're getting ready to go deep into the matrix, even though you're in the physical world. Oh, fuck. And then that's when you notice at the very edge of your perception, you get a little bit of a ping of something's receiving. Okay. And it's at the very edge of your perception, so it's like on the other side of this kill zone. Okay. Do Do I notice that she's like like she's about to puke? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fine because you uh, with with a one uh, one success on your perception, you notice that Val's about to puke. <laughs> All right. So, um, did everyone roll perception? Do I need to catch up? No. No, they're up in the front. front. That's why. Oh, okay. Um, and we're too busy flirting. Yes, there's I too much. There's too much d- dust and hair and and all that <laughs> stuff. Um. So, Skitch, as you're moving forward, this is the first time you've been in the containment zone. 
Uh, and we've established before that you've, uh, you've been in contact with the pink crystals as, as you could like buy it on the street. But, uh, as, as mentioned before, a lot of times that's been stepped on, um, meaning, you know, like cut with some other substance. So it's not quite as pure. Now that you're in it and you don't see any of the crystals just like laying around, but you can feel it. And I don't know if Skitch has any, uh, history with, uh, toxic zones, but it very much feels like a toxic zone. Yeah, he may have had some experience before, just in the fact that he actively fights against them, right? So, like the the eagle mentor spirit is the purity of nature, kind of a thing. Yeah, so yeah, it's, okay. it, it feels yeah, like a toxic zone. It feels like a toxic, but it's it's not like um, like a toxic zone like uh, that you have felt before. It's it's actually a little bit. It just has a weird. A residual feeling to it. So it's like, it, you can tell it's toxic, but it's not like, it's not like nuclear toxic or, you know, uh, to, uh toxic waste toxic. It's, it's something like toxic else. friendship yeah. toxic. Yes, yeah, toxic friendship, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all passive aggressive. <laughs> well, if you're too busy to call. <laughs> right. That sounds a bit like the old concept of a, Called it a background count where it's like astral pollution. Exactly. Exactly. And the closer you're getting to this park, the more you're feeling it. Mm -hmm. That was his thinking to summon the spirit outside of the zone because he kind of suspected that this was the case. And spirits summoned within a toxic zone or something with a background count can be corrupted. Okay. So are you doing anything other than uh, perceiving or? Not quite yet. Uh, He does ask whoever seems to be leading um, to let him know once we're starting to get close to our target area and then uh, and then he can do something else to, to scout ahead. That's where you stand binary. What are you going to do? I'll turn back to Skitch and I'm like posting myself like up against a wall or something like that like one of the buildings and like holding myself up trying you to stay st- steady. Okay. Um, and I like kind of give the direction that like it's up ahead. Arsenal, as you're standing there watching her indicate where that you need to go, she's pointing right through the kill zone. On each of her comms, as we're going through, like, you'll see kind of a, not necessarily like a thermal view, but like a map view of what I am, yeah, the location that I'm able to, like, see ahead of me. So it's kind of like... Like in Google Maps, when you can see your destination ahead. You dropped a pin for us. Exactly. (laughs) Skitch squints and frowns and rummages in one of his belt pouches and then like some leaves and bark and like a a rabbit's foot come out of it. And then he pulls out his comm again that's covered with crud and he kind of and he fiddles with it, hits it a couple times, shakes his head, stuffs it back in the pocket and looks up to you and says, you should just just point. That's why I that's why I pointed for you because <laughs> I did, I knew that your comm was going to be like ancient. <laughs> Harbecker reaches into his like big duster coat and pulls out essentially a small gray ball and kind of like motions towards that center area and just smoke bomb might work there. First, let me look ahead. The spirit of the eagle sees all and sees far. So then I kind of squat down next to the side of a building, uh, maybe next to binary there, and we are going to roll ourselves up a spell. Oh, that's terrible, so we're going to edge that roll. That is now four successes, 
and we're casting clairvoyance. Skitch squats down after he kind of says, you know, I can see far with the eyes of the eagle. Um, he kind of closes up his eyes real tight and you hear him kind of mumbling again and then it starts to get a little bit louder. He's and then when he opens his eyes again, anyone who's looking at him, his eyes are now clearly not really his anymore. They glow kind of golden like a bird's and his entire in fact kind of face has taken on a slightly avian look to it and he's staring with these kind of bird eyes and you can tell he's not really looking at you guys anymore Uh, my understanding of the spell is now i essentially have a disembodied vision that can just kind of float along and i can see kind of ahead of us so he's looking ahead at at where we're about to go for any potential dangers or anything interesting he can see there so okay you want a perception check on that one now uh yes 13 nailed it three four five six six successes you send out your vision to try and see what's ahead and what you see is that on two of the rooftops in this area that uh, Arsenal has indicated it looks like there are two rooftops each one has a team one person seems to be spotting for the other person who is in a sniper position and and you how many successes did you get Six. Six. They are uniformed and they are not moving. And then as your vision gets closer to them, you realize the reason why they're not moving is because out of their ears, nose, and mouth are growing large pink crystals. I will, I'll relay this to the team as I'm seeing it. So as he's kind of staring off into space, then he's relaying in kind of a monotone of, you know, somebody not really physically present, you know. I see, you know, people on this rooftop and that one. They're not moving, but armed with weapons, long rifles, and they have the crystals. These people are infected in some way. The dead seem to grow these crystals. Or they're dead because of the crystals, we're not sure. So do we not need to worry about them? I've been thinking about this while all this stuff has been happening, and uh, I think the fastest way to move through is to move through the center. I like the idea of the of the smoke bomb um, for cover. And if we can get through quick, instead of having to go through any other obstacles around um, the area, we don't know what we're going to come in contact with throughout the other um, buildings. Yes, it's going to keep us wide open. But if what Sketch says is true, then we won't have to worry about living people but in in that case we would need cover just to be on the safe side so having two forms of cover i can cover and then we can use a smoke bomb to get us through the main intersection if you give give me a moment i I can perhaps ascertain their status as conscious or, or living beings so i'll release the spell return my vision to where i am he settles himself kind of sitting with his back against the wall and then seems to slump asleep again so We'll try astrally projecting and I'll head to the location of one of those guys on the roof. As long as this area doesn't seem to be too adversely affecting the astral form, I was worried about that. But As soon as you uh, emerge into astral space, you feel almost like something is drawing you towards the south. It's almost like compelling you, as if almost like a magnet is trying to pull you in this direction, which is, of course, the, the direction that you're going. So what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you roll willpower plus willpower to withstand this. 
and number of successes will be the number of rounds that you can go before you have to roll again to try and resist. Yeah, three, six, seven. Okay, so seven. Yeah, you've got you feel the pull. It's not really that strong, but you know that the longer you wait or the deeper you go into this, you'll feel it even stronger. So uh, that's just outside your body once you go astral. So yeah, he was pretty nervous about going full astral at all in this area, but he'll we'll keep it brief. So we'll we'll zip over to one of those where one of those sniper teams are with the crystals, and we will. A sense them if you want another yep. perception check. Yep. Right. Three, six, nine, twelve. This is why you bring a mage. Four. This is the first time you've ever looked at pure crystals as they exist, like in this plane, like how they manifest into this plane. And with four successes, you without a doubt know that these pink crystals is the physical manifestation of these people's essence. Interesting. So are they still alive? No. It's like these crystals are vampiric. They are drawing the essence out of the people into physical form. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's really, really awful. Gotcha. And then people, and then they grind it up and people are snorting it. Oh my goodness. This is so bad. So, Lindsay, to kind of, so that you know more about it. So essence is like, I don't know, you Or I know what essence okay, is. Okay, you know what essence yeah. is? It's, your, right, it's your general being of, of your person. That's yeah, like right. humanity. And, and, like, yeah. and like whenever you get cyber arms and stuff like that, like it chips away at your essence. Mm-hmm. And, and It's like, basically like your soul. Exactly. In a sense. A little bit, yeah. Um, so Skitch is now like like limp. What are the rest of you doing? Are you waiting for him? Or what are you so, We're abandoning him and letting him die. <laughs> Sucks to suck, Skitch. So Clyde tosses his smoke grenade into the other hand and then draws a beautiful black revolver that is oh, engraved no. with like gold rose petals. Oh, no. <laughs> and he is uh, ready to toss it in the middle of the street. Arsenal like looks over and I'm like, wow, that's a... A really nice weapon you got there. That's a... the uh... she like she like her heart starts to flutter, but like not because I mean she's like smitten with him, but like <laughs> she's even more smitten with how beautiful, beautifully crafted this weapon she is. Has he to has fan herself off a little. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go take a walk around the around the block. You know, the uh, best the fingers can steal. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> collateral was like looking at sketch and like crosses her arms and is like shifting her weight from one leg to the other and then she looks off to the side like like you can see the eye roll behind the <laughs> behind the mask about them no about skitch? about skitch astral projecting because only powerful mages can do that uh, <laughs> you beat people up with your arms in your fists and your your heart hurts because of you can't do that. You literally yeah. collapsed an entire building. Yeah, and you. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah, it's collateral's okay. pride is very hurt. It's okay. Uh, as as you're it. fine. You you have a weakness for for sassy um um dwarves, and I have a weakness for just like hot men and and weapons. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so when uh, collateral like becomes obviously <laughs> upset, Eris will be like, "Are you okay? It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> fine." You you okay. see, uh, heartbreaker kind of reach around. Just would you like my handkerchief? What would I? Are you? Do you expect me to take the helmet off? You need to do something about those tears, darling. I'm not crying. You're crying. 
um, Ars- Arsenal will be like, it's not even worth it. I'll just take it. <laughs> she just needs some time. Joe, you know, Collateral doesn't really get a lot of chance in the, in to the, be vulnerable. In the span of, like, we could die, and you need <laughs> yeah. to be vulnerable. Yeah, you know, this is uh, why this is our tagline. Yeah. <laughs> Keep um, in mind, so, this is the same bitch that spent two full sessions sobbing and getting wasted over her <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I Are you fragging kidding me? I totally had to kill him. That's why I was so upset. <laughs> you really did. Me, I did. Skitch returns to his body as soon as uh, the astral scouting is done. Aeris is trying to uh, comfort Collateral as best she can. Skitch appears to kind of wake up and and just announces that they are not alive. So we should be good just going through Yeah, so at this point, I feel like we've been kind of chilling here. I don't even know how long this took or... or A few minutes. A few minutes. I really think we should keep moving, guys. Are we good? Heartbreaker with the plan? Oh, I'm ready whenever y'all are. Everybody, did you hear the plan that we discussed? Um, do I know anything about either devil rats or ghouls and whether or not a smoke bomb will attract them to this area? Uh, do you have any knowledge of uh, nope. meta, meta humanity or, uh, you know? Uh, no, but I could roll a logic, uh, roll <laughs> to see if. Nah. I know any of that. I mean, you can try. You can you can try and luck out. Maybe you watched a trid uh, a documentary. documentary. She read a book. Right. You do also have three plot points that are just burning a hole in your pocket. I gotta keep those. Oh, for when I'm about to die. I'm a squishy. Uh, that's three successes for lucking out. Okay. Um, uh, lucking out was edge plus edge, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's three successes for that. All right. Well, you, uh. Out of four dice, Eric! Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I did so good! Now you're like, ah, hey, you don't know anything. No. Uh, a smoke bomb, while it will very likely obscure your going through from anybody trying to look, that doesn't really help against ghouls who are blind and, uh, anything that can use, like, like scent, you know, track by scent. Right. I, I was, I didn't think it would help against the ghouls or the wearer. Very likely, very likely, if there are those nearby, they would be affected. But you also know that ghouls don't really come out in the daytime. And neither do devil rats, for that matter. Okay. I thought we were here in the daytime last time. No. No, no. we were here what? at night. What even is time? Right. <laughs> yeah. What is that thing called time? The smoke is probably not going to attract anything. That's Correct. what I was worried about. Correct. I was worried about the things that have good sniffers are going to be like... Barbecue, right. and then come and attack us because of the snow. Yeah, bomb. and and shit catching on fire out here is probably not that uncommon. So they won't necessarily be all up about smoke. All right, uh, I continue on comforting collateral until she is comforted. Okay, so um, are we moving forward, or what are we doing? Yes, I believe we yes. are moving okay. forward. All right, yes, so we are moving are, are, forward. Are you using the smoke bomb? Yes. yes. Okay, so you use the smoke bomb to cover your movement. And getting through the kill zone, now that Skitch tells you it was a kill zone at one time, but doesn't appear to be one now, but the smoke bomb will still keep it from just in case there's anything that was missed. As we continue through, do I continue to get like sick feeling? Right. It's, it's a perpetual thing. Okay. So it's, it's not going to go away. And as but a it's fact, not getting worse. It's not necessarily getting worse unless there, unless you get too deep. So right now you're okay. And as you move through this this open area that is now covered of smoke, you're getting a better lock on this receiver that mm-hmm. you detected. Okay. 
the park is due south, but you're getting that this receiver is more of a southwest. Thank God. But not far, but you know, it's you can either go straight to the park or you can go to this receiver. Okay. Um so I mean everyone that has access to this via comms, I would be kind of like mapping a route. Okay. If possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. like showing like we could go this way or we could go straight to the park. What 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 do you think we should do, guys? Do you know what that signal is? Is do you think it's a van? I think that's the van. I think because it's it it's sending information. It's receiving. It's receiving information. So if we get to the van, will you be able to see where it's receiving the information from? And then I think that's probably our best lead. Yeah, right? I, I very well might be able to. So yeah. Okay, then I think we should do that. To the van, to the van, to the van, van, van. Ramalam part two. Hey, Skitch, what knowledge skills do you have? Spirits, I think, like astral. Okay, give me a logic plus logic. Okay. Mm, three. The other piece of information. So you're so like focused on these crystals growing out of these people that you – another detail uh, really didn't occur to you to jump back into your body. And that was these two teams, they were, they were in fatigues and there are like patches, like unit patches on them. And the unit patch that you saw that um, for the most part, they're all, they're super dingy and, and gross, uh, as like, it looks like they've been up there for a long time or at least exposed to the elements for a while. But you get the distinct, um, uh, view of of one of the patches before you went back to your body and it looks like a it's a square with a very stylized looking jaguar on it do i know that as technology okay i just realized that approximately 30 episodes in is the first time that like any corporation has been mentioned at all besides the um cross supply technologies this is only our second corporation in Shadowrun, which usually you're dealing with a lot all the time. We're good at our jobs. We do the Shadowrun. Yeah. Okay. So as we're moving out, uh, he blurts out like he just remembered. The Jaguar! As technology! It was on their uniforms. I remember it now. Does that mean anything to anyone? Does that mean anything to anybody? Do you have History St. Louis? I do. She has history and also just like St. Louis, like current events. It's two separate skills. Knowledge. Okay. And these are knowledge skills, so you don't have to roll. First bit of knowledge is that as technology does have a corporate presence in St. Louis, but it's not great. Ain't nobody care about St. Louis. St. Louis uh, Express Bio is one of the biggest distributors of um, prescription medications in the world. So it's big. And then uh, you also have uh, Federated Boeing, which has a uh, presence here. But as technology has a little bit of a foothold, but they don't have any kind of like corporate security, like licenses or anything like that. So their troops shouldn't be here. Yeah. I also have knowledge corporate security. You do? Yes. Okay, good. Cause a, the, what that, this, yeah. this was made for your brain. Bam, yeah. I did it. So yeah, as soon as Skitch announces that it all clicks as technology should not have a corporate security presence here. And the Jaguars is actually a unit in as technology, that is their elite, like their black ops teams. Oh, so Skitch blurts that out, and I like kind of turn around really quick, and I'm like, "What the frag are they doing here?" That's like, I mean, that's high level security. What what would they need to be out here for? Arsenal is getting like not suspicious of who you are because it's not like 
we have to be suspicious of you, but... Well, also, you have a crush on him? Oh, I just have anything that... Never mind. <laughs> her, her she, she was... She was fucking a, a cobra, like Apparently he wasn't a cobra before. He wasn't. He wasn't start out as a cobra. Her, Anyways, her lady boner is constantly on. That's uh, just. It I. It's it like is. I've taken a uh, uh, ED drug and it's just erection lasting longer than twelve years. Um, Anyways, wow. um, <laughs> Jesus, uh, lady boner. Okay, because all this is happening and coming down. Like the only thing, be like, really, what are you doing here? So Arsenal is going to question. Heartbreaker, be like, what's your actual purpose of being here? Well, I, I told you I'm looking for that right fast bill, ma'am. But why? Because he has some contacts to get me some weapons, okay. and I can then sell those weapons to get money so that I may eat food and live my life. Have you tried not eating food and living? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, when I was orphaned, that was kind of the whole deal that I had, so I didn't rather much like <laughs> an that. An orphan? Where were you an orphan at? In New Orleans. Damn it. Like I, I really want you, you to like yeah, it. I really, just, I really want you to have been born there, got an accent by the age of like one or two, moved up to St. Louis, went to the same orphanage we went to. Like that's the way this should happen. As technology has also long had a very negative reputation amongst uh, the the spirit world. They they constantly uh, meddle and try to try to alter things that that they don't really understand. They they have even tapped into the the darker realms of the spirit world. So for for something bad to happen on a magical level here in St. Louis, it, it would not surprise me if as technology had some hand in its origin. listening to this episode of Resting Glitchface. Theme music by Synthesk. Background music by Machinima Sound. Outro music by Super Boink. Edited by Oz. Produced by Eric Osley. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is trademark property of Side Tangent Productions Incorporated. Looking for more resting glitch face pay data? Become a patron. Patreon.com slash resting glitch face.